0: From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, talk, radio show. talk
1: Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that network refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for May 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2020. Wow, this is our two of two time flies when you're having fun. And our goal is to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. Our goal is to reject revolution and stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And our goal is to teach to the ideal, live in the real, and, well, bring forward the founding father-esque understanding of the proper role of limited constitutional government the good sheriff richard mack is with me has been for last hour as well so check that out if you missed it it'll be up soon at libertyroundtable.com and net. spread the word tell your neighbors would you please um so sheriff welcome back sir
2: thank you sam always great to be with you and thanks for having me
1: all right you want to talk about dr fauci now let's be clear about anthony or tony fauci as they call this guy i think he's an absolute hack uh, I think he's a, a, a really a bad actor, and I think he's against President Trump, and he's been undermining the president of the United States, literally at every turn. The guy's nothing but a fear monger, just running around peddling fear and panic everywhere he goes. And I really have zero respect for the guy, uh, and so I've really highlighted that big time. And I think Fauci should be fired for sure, uh, and you know maybe even drummed up on criminal charges. Uh, for his uh, dishonesty about the truth, um, hundreds, thousands of doctors literally going against Fauci's guidance, uh, et cetera, And he's given really nothing but a, a, a promo by the president every single day when it's tragic uh, for sure. However, I think we've been pushing on the truth so long that Fauci's forced to come around.
2: Yeah, I think so, too, Sam. And, and let's do the backdrop of this uh, entire conversation about Fauci. Let's let's establish a backdrop first. And and the backdrop is this. We've said this on your show before. You've said it, I've said it. But let's let's say it again. Okay? The backdrop of all of this is no one in the United States of America, and I'll say the world, but specifically the United States of America under our constitutional republic, no one has any kind of right authority, power, uh, obligation, or
1: Permission. prerogative.
2: they just simply do not have the choice in this country or the prerogative to come to the American people and say, I'm going to shut down your liberty, I'm going to shut down your economy, I'm going to shut down your life's work and business, uh, all in the name of taking care of you, it's for your own good. And after uh, we solve this problem of the crisis of the day, we'll give it back to you. No one has the authority to try to take care of me and then pretend that uh, it's for my own good. That is Hitleric. It's it's absolutely immoral, wrong, and a disaster waiting to happen. And that anybody in this country is bought into that has got to be the biggest idiot there ever was. Uh, and I'm sorry, but we have quite a few of them. We, we try to be nice and, and temper that with, oh, you're a bunch of sheeple. Uh, yeah, that's idiot. And and so let's, let's go with that principle in mind, and let's talk about what Fauci has done now. Double speaking mastermind of lockdown, Dr. Anthony Fauci now says, staying closed too long could cause quote irreparable damage. Yeah, no kidding. I just wonder where you were three months ago when you were saying we'll never shake hands again and we'll never be able to. Uh, we'll fundamentally change America and, and everybody's got to lock down and it might be for a year and and it might be forever and you know this guy. He, I don't know where he came up with that. I, I would imagine that the White House has finally got him under control uh, and said, you know what, uh, look at the numbers and look at where we are, and you better come on board, uh, you know, because there's just no way that he did that on his own. No way.
1: I agree with you on that, and it, 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 one of the headlines says, after Fauci was silent for so long, now he comes to the table and says, certainly for, we're, we're re, for reopening, uh, if we do it the proper way, etc., etc.'" I think he's been forced to come along literally by maybe President Trump to some degree, but by talk radio. I think we have exposed so much of this to where the people are starting to wake up and go, we, we've been lied to. It's been the yeah. doctors on YouTube. It's been talk shows like uh, ours. It's been, you know, not, not exclusively, I'm not really trying to run around around and take credit i'm making a point that you know what the mainstream press used to have gatekeeping authority now they've lost control and we've done a, a, a an end run round uh, their agenda here to the point where hey i don't think fauci has a choice or he just uh, paints himself into a corner uh, of dishonesty to the point where he loses so much credibility he'll never survive if he doesn't come to the table do you think i'm underestimating uh the role of the doctors and us and everybody together
2: no i don't think so i think uh you know uh, I think he's in a corner, and uh, the reopenings are happening, and uh, they're happening fine. Uh, we're seeing Florida having great success with it. And I'm going to say right now, Sam, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a startling uh, statement from me. Are you sitting down? Yes, sir. Okay, Sam, there is a casino just three miles from my home, and I'm going to go over there today. I'm going to go inside the casino, and I'm going to see what they're doing to keep social distancing and to comply with this. Buddy,
1: they're not doing that. Come on.
2: I'm going to go find out. Uh, they did a little a clip uh, just recently about Vegas opening and uh, how they're putting the things that they, they, they have up at the grocery stores, the the. The plexiglass partitions between the people and the cashiers, and and uh, like they do at the post offices, there's this long piece of plastic and then a plexiglass between – I mean, there's a double plastic thing going on at the post offices. I'm going to see what they're going to – I'm seeing what they're going to do. I, I really, to be honest with you, I hope they're doing nothing. I hope they're just opening, you know, and that they suggest to people wear a mask, uh, you know. I, and I don't even believe in the math stuff. I I got in an argument. We were we took all the kids to the mall yesterday. And we had a great time, and uh, we did the shooting range. Uh, Sam, there's a shooting range in the mall uh, with the, these air guns.
1: Yeah, it's and, fun as heck. By the way, yeah. <laughs> well, no, when you take grandkids and stuff like that, and they learn about you know appropriate safety and learn how it is, and get to play and have fun, it's a lot of fun.
2: It was, and that's exactly what it was, and. We were still kind of celebrating the the Richie and Don uh, 45th anniversary thing, and we had a great time, and the kids loved it. And uh, then we did swimming over at Mandy's house and whatnot, but we had a great day. And uh, I really uh, got in an argument with one of my – I ran into one of my former students, and they were both his dad and he were wearing a mask, and he says, "Uh, why aren't you wearing a mask? And I said, well, personally, I've talked to uh, several doctors personally, Personally, internationally renowned immunologist. And they said that the mask is actually dangerous. And I said, do you know what you're breathing in uh, after you wear that mask for about an hour? You're breathing in what you're breathing out that your body is trying to get rid of. And you're keeping it. And I said, do you know when people tell you 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 need fresh air? Fresh air is vital to human health. And you're preventing it.
1: Well, and then furthermore, you're breathing into that mask with all the humidity in the air and the, the it, that you that you're breathing in and out. And if you're not very careful, and any particles get in there, then they literally grow with that humidity.
2: It, yeah, it, you're you're creating your own poison. Uh, and so uh, Don and I are flying out to Austin again because uh, Josh is having a major operation. It's a wow, well, it's major. Anyway, we're going to go help. Uh, Don's going to go out first, and then I'm going to go out later, but uh, that I'm going to wear a mask the entire two and a half hours to Austin, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I might put one across my mouth, but I'm not keeping it over my nose. I've been cautioned One time in a store, I had it like that. They go, you know that's not doing you any good because you have it below your nose?
1: And you know what? I went into the hospital and they literally made me use hand sanitizer like fifty six times. Now, yeah. I'm kind of an ignorant redneck, okay, and so you gotta follow me on this. But if we use hand sanitizer every day over and over and over, aren't we gonna be kinda like they used to say about antibiotics that you're gonna overuse and create super bugs? Yeah, is that right, yeah. Okay, so anyway, the hospital made me do hand sanitizer 3,000 times. Maybe they haven't got the scientists to educate them on that yet. But anyway, then we started walking through, and half the staff had their masks on. They forced a mask on me, too, to go in there. But then half the staff had the mask below their nose. Now, I don't care personally, but I'm just saying, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose, though? It is true. And the answer is the answer is these um, educated folks in the medical areas understand exactly what we understand, that somehow no one has the guts to stand up against it, so they're complying, but they're also realizing how dangerous it is, so they're complying, but they're protecting their own health at the same time is what they're really doing, Sheriff.
2: And they know it. Yeah. They, they've got some common sense, and they're exercising it. And so I, I even told uh, it was Miguel's dad who graduated last year. He was really happy to see me. He was a good student. I really liked him. We had a great time in class. Uh, I never met his dad until yesterday. Uh, and I told the dad, I said, well, I'm going to argue with you there a little bit. Uh, and, you know, and he, he probably was uh, telling his son afterwards, w- was that teacher always so hard-headed? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and maybe they did, you know, which is fine. But uh, uh, I told Miguel, I said, Miguel, you know where I stand on this. I said, the problem with this is, the, the issue and principle of liberty, and uh, I'm still going to exercise my individual liberty. And I disagree with the shutdown. I I, I agree that the coronavirus is a dangerous disease, uh, but I I do not agree with the shutdown or that government has any right to do that. So, anyway, uh, well, educational anyway, stuff, little ladies little and gentlemen. Fauci lesson.
1: is right once in a great while, Doctor Fauci. Lockdown too long can cause irreparable damage. Amen to that reality. A lockdown at all is a violation of your liberty. He's
2: Uh, finally right. Wow.
3: Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P
2: TalkRight, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right. All the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. TalkRight makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale
0: features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political
2: world. Download TalkRight today from Google Play or the App Store.
1: Anything else to say about Fauci or anything else to say about the coronavirus, Sheriff? There's a few other stories to get to that. I know it's not all about Trump and the coronavirus, but there's other things to talk about, sir. Anything else really quick before we move along?
2: Yeah, I think I think that uh, it needs to be really firmly stated uh, about what Fauci did and said. And I think that needs to be remembered because you and I have been calling him uh, a crook and a liar for uh, since this whole thing started, and
1: rightfully so, I might add.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and Shiva. Bottom line, Shiva, Dr. Shiva, and Dr. Batar, both said he should be arrested, and and so uh, I guess a, a, an investigation there would be appropriate.
1: Amen. And this is where we give credit where credits do though. When they're right, we're not all about just criticizing. We're not all about Republican Democrat divide or whatever, or protecting our, hey, it's not the good old boy network for us. It's the truth to the best of our ability every time. It's principle to the best of our ability every time. It's teach to the ideal and educate about the proper role and the checks and balances. See, we claim this Republic is the best place on the planet. And you know what? That's because we have the ability to use the checks and balances. We have the ability to speak and think and believe and act and choose in the way we desire. We believe in pro-life, and and all these things come to bear uh, in our discussions. And so, hey, when Fauci's right, we're going to give him credit. Dr. Anthony Fauci, quote, a lockdown too long can cause irreparable damage. Amen. He's spot on. He's right. And a lockdown at all violates your liberties, but that's a whole nother topic. All right. Moving right along, there's a couple of other topics that I want to bring up that are very interesting indeed. You know, they call you and I racist. I guess just because we're white, but it's a flat-out lie. Anybody who knows us knows it's a lie. There's not even a point to defend ourselves or debate it because they know it's a lie, too. They just use it because it usually checkmates us out of the game. That's not going to work with me because I don't care what they say. We all know the truth. Nevertheless, here's the headline. Quote Biden. If you, he says this to a black guy, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're going to vote between me and Trump, then you ain't black, he says. Now, Sheriff, what the heck kind of a <laughs> statement is that? You
2: know, you know the, I've seen some reaction from uh, Senator Tim Scott and a few other uh, blacks across the country. And uh, they're calling it a racist statement. Some are just calling it stupid and ignorant.
1: And, and uh, see, I believe the latter.
2: Yeah, I do, too. I don't think it's racist uh, at all. I think he's just an idiot. And uh, he, he's trying to... Uh, down uh well he's trying to criticize and in this the whole thing was criticize the republicans because they're definitely racist and i'm i'm basically black and i'm accepted by the blacks as being black and man if you don't accept that you ain't but you ain't then black. you and
1: betrayed your come race on,
2: man come on man and that's <laughs> and that's probably even worse The way he said that. Oh,
1: yeah. It's Uh out of control. And so here's the deal in my mind, though. What if Trump said, hey, y'all, if you're debating between me and Biden uh, and you're white, well, you got to vote for me or you ain't white. Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly.
1: What if he said that? It would be a whole—they're right now just saying Donald St- or um, Biden's stupid and, oh, he's apologizing, and they're already in damage control big time. But if it was President Trump, the lid would come off this thing, Sheriff.
2: Yeah, that's right. And and uh, it, it's astonishing uh, how hypocritical and liars the, the national media uh, are. And uh, this is just another typical one, and uh, I can't wait for— Uh, Trump to uh, make hay out of this, uh, because what it does, and I I don't care about the the Trump-Biden thing either uh, or the Democrat-Republican thing. What I care about is the dishonesty and the corruption within the system, and this will expose it.
1: And what I care about, though, is the double standard here that they've got. Like I said, if Trump had said this about white people, it would just be blowing up like crazy. What they're already doing is going, hey, you know what? Biden already apologized. That's not what he meant. It was just a joke. Golly, can't you take a joke? How dare you worry about it? We're just saying that we're better for blacks as a Democratic Party than the whites are. And that's been the case for years. And they're really doing their best to promote damage control. But it's the double standard standard that bothers me the most and it's the stupidity of a biden okay to say such a thing suggests that black people don't have the right to think about uh who backs the views they have the most and i think it's an assault to the mind um of anybody who's quote not white at this point it's saying you um can't really think for yourself i need to tell you who to vote for because you're so dumb you don't know you're on your own Uh, it really it's an assault on in my opinion all let me say this again, all American people.
2: Yeah, it is. It it is. And um, it it is a, a huge exposure of the corruption of the media.
1: Let me ask you this. Can Biden survive a racial slash stupidity gaffe like this? Uh, and also the rape allegations uh, that this girl uh, is making against him, that she's got more credibility than any girl that's ever gone up against Donald or anything else. Yeah. The only greater credible, credibility women are, are against Bill Clinton. That's a whole other topic. But uh, can can Biden survive these two things together, do you think?
2: Oh, heck yeah. Oh, sure he can, because uh, 90% of the media is going to be with him all the way. And anything, anything uh, to promote the hate for Donald Trump. Uh, and anything to get rid of Donald Trump, and they will do anything to get rid of Trump, and they're already showing their hand on uh, voter fraud—that anybody can vote and just vote from, you know, just vote from home. And uh, no, uh, the, the whole thing. Uh, and, and I'll say this, Sam—I've said this before, uh, maybe once or twice, but I'll say it again: uh, they're even. Uh, uh, apt to and capable of murder, uh, and not just murdering people's reputations and destroying people that way. Uh, and They don't care if they do that. They don't care who they uh, assault with their uh, verbiage and their, uh, the way they exoriate uh, people. Uh, and uh, the, the, the lying and the slander is little stuff. They're capable of murder, and I believe that they've done it before, and they will do it again, and they will do anything uh, to maintain and get power, and and there's scriptures about that, uh, and so, yeah, th- it's scary to me, and I don't believe we have even come close to expo- exposing the secret combinations that control both parties and the control of uh, the international media, especially the the national media here in this country.
1: I couldn't agree more. And I would say this, though. Do you think that they're really going to defend Biden through all this, which they could do easily? You're correct on that because the mainstream yeah. press still has too yes, much control. They will. The other choice, though, is to say, let's let make Biden have too many gaffes, too many mistakes, too many snafus or whatever you want to call it, uh, too many missteps. And then um, let's maybe let him get sick and or maybe he dies or something. I'm not predicting to take anything. I just am. Going along with your point because I agree to where they'll say somebody else has to be the person.
2: Yeah, I yeah I I still put that on the back burner on all of this because I think that's definitely a possibility. Uh, I think that the the DNC might just go, you guys, we made a mistake here. Uh, Biden can't do this, and, and we've we've got, but they would have to do it to where Biden agreed. Biden would have to come up and you know say look, it uh, looks like I'm sick or I've got I've I've got parkinsons or dementia or something. and I think the guy does have dementia. Uh, uh, especially beginning stages. I I just think he, he he's always been kind of stupid but it's it's just been like he's not there. He's he's searching his eyes are searching for something and some truth and and I don't know it's just he, He's just out of it. Well, here's the interesting thing
1: about it. Now he's doubling down saying, I love blacks and I love women, and I'm searching for a black woman to be my running mate. Yes, I am, Sheriff. I'm looking well, at many of them.
2: Black. I got news for him. Klobuchar isn't black.
1: <laughs> and, and Wait, what do you think is going to happen, though? Is he going to find a black woman that, 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 that can ride the tails of the Biden
2: ticket? Well, I'm sure he could. I mean, that would be pretty easy with the... Uh, uh, Oh, the the senator from California. Who's
1: going to bust out, Kamala Harris?
2: Kamala, yeah, Kamala, and
1: uh, whatever Harris. Yeah, I
2: mean, he could do it.
1: Uh, Stacey Abrams, whacked out extremist, literally almost a Black uh, Panther chick.
2: I think, I think, yeah, I think she could uh, fill the bill. Uh, Another one, you know, you can't can't have Pocahontas;
1: she's not even uh, an Indian or anything like that.
2: (laughs) Tell me to get uh, Maxine Waters. Boy, that would really wow.
1: What if they bust out and grab an Nancy Pelosi? There now.
2: Yeah, she would never do it, but uh, but yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm just saying, this search is going to be surely an interesting one.
2: Yeah, isn't it? It it is. It's going to be, you know, like I told you four years ago, it's going to be really entertaining. And tell me how entertaining that last election of 2016 was. You know, man, And, and it got highlighted by getting rid of Hillary Clinton.
1: Amen to that. All right, I want to move to another topic. Time will tell what happens to Biden. And, you know, again, we're not making any predictions. We don't know. We're just telling you the evil in government is beyond imagination, and the secret combinations are legion, and they're above us, sad to say. So all bets are off. What they're going to do, we have no idea, Uh, but we are concerned. All right, I want to move to a different topic now. Do you remember the uh, actress, the Hollywood actress? Lori Laughlin? Let's talk about her. All right, Sheriff, did you just hear the bottom of the hour news?
2: Yes, I did.
1: <laughs> what the heck is going on, man? We've become literal, flat-out police state in this country.
2: What are you referring to exactly?
1: Well, the bottom of the hour, they're going to have drones watching people, lifeguards blowing whistles on people that aren't six <laughs> feet apart. I mean, they're crazy.
2: Yeah. I heard that one. Maybe they'll have uh, the drones drop something on you, you know, a pair of handcuffs. Or
1: Or maybe just like cold water, they'll douse you with cold water if you don't comply properly. Yeah. And then a a speaker from the sky will be like, social distancing, you fool. What's the matter with you?
2: Sounds like uh, Gomer Pyle saying, Citizens rent. Social distancing.
1: Hey, we gotta have social distancing here, oh. people. I don't know why you guys aren't distancing. You know better, don't you? <laughs> it's like wow. Anyway, I just—it's crazy. Oh,
2: All by right. the way, Sam, I've got to I—I looked something up. Yeah. The twelve most brainwashing words used during the coronavirus. Essential was one of them. It made your list.
1: Wow. What are the other ones?
2: Oh, safety, security. Stay at home. They, they were doing phrases and words. Uh, uh, oh, this one, Sam. This one's probably my biggest pet peeve of all of them. We're all in this together.
1: Yes, Sam. we are, sir.
2: Oh, <laughs> all in this together.
1: Hey, man, we're not all in this together. You want to know why? <laughs> not, not even close. You want to know why? Because they won't even let us be together.
2: No. What are we what are we doing together? Okay, oh, so wait, I got a question there then.
1: You're distancing together, sir.
2: If, if the churches are opening, when is the Church of Jesus Christ for Latter-day Saints going to have uh, church service again?
1: Well, they've already started to announce in certain states. Right now they're saying that you can meet uh, in church, but you're going to have to divide sacramenting into no more than 99 people at a time.
2: Well, what about, so each ward is going to go twice? Or- yeah, so what about uh,
1: two or three times? It just depends on how big the congregation was is. Was there but something
2: yeah. said about uh, elderly not coming?
1: Yeah. So they're saying the elderly might want to stay home a little longer and, and, and there's no you know judgment if you decide to stay home, if you have underlying health conditions or you're elderly or whatever. We just need to really be slow and protect people and be careful here. And the sad part is the churches just don't want to have a liability problem, Sheriff. That's all.
2: And, and am I, uh, am I elderly? Yes, you are, buddy. Bite your tongue, Sam. Because
1: you have you have heart conditions too, right? Yes. See, you you my friend are super vulnerable. In fact, you probably ought to never see anybody again. <laughs> now, I'm joking, but I'm making the point. They're saying, "Look, we need to respect your agency, Sheriff." And I don't care if you're el- el- elder, elderly, or if you have a heart condition or whatever else. The fact yeah. is, you have every right to decide for yourself. You're smart enough to uh, assess the uh, information and transparently re- review this thing and say, "What do I want to do?" And you have every right to make your own choices, Sheriff.
2: Well, Sam, uh, I have to admit, I actually shook the hand of one of my students at our high school graduation that we had Wednesday. And uh, this this young man, his name's Andrew Gale, S- since I've been at that school the last five years, he has come into my room every morning, every morning, unless he was absent for some reason. He's come into my room every morning and shook my hand. And so... Uh, as I was directing traffic at the graduation, he was with his family, his, his grandma, his mom and dad, his brothers and sisters, and I was, uh, they stopped by me, and I, I directed them where they should park, and Andrew reached out his hand to me. Should I have declined? His... No,
1: sir. You should shake his hand like a good American and a God-fearing man would do, and say, yeah, welcome, certainly... young man. Thank you for being here, sir.
2: I did, and it was uh, really a touching moment. And uh, I, I appreciated uh, his, his and my relationship uh, pretty much came to an end then. And uh, it was the way it began, with a handshake. And uh, I was proud to do it. And what, what a wonderful kid.
1: All right. There you go. All right. I want to move to Lori Laughlin. Do you remember who she is? And do you remember this story, Sheriff? She
2: used to be on uh, Full House or something That's like right. that on television. And she's now been charged, investigated and charged with. Uh, bribery.
1: Yeah. So, bottom line is this: is this college admission scandal? And here's the thing: everybody else caved right at the start and said, "Oh yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty." And Lori and her husband—she's got a fashion designer husband. How do you say his name here? Masano Gianoli or whatever. Anyway, and this guy. Okay, so they said we're not guilty, man. And everybody else said they were guilty. Everybody rolled over in this thing, but the Laughlin stood strong. And Ginobili stood strong here for a minute. And what happened, as far as I know, is this. The case went on, went on, went on, went on. Then Lori and her husband said, we have proof that the government was trying to get people to lie and that, 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 that you know, we... They're suppressing information about what we really knew, and we didn't realize this was a bribe. We just thought this was the way it was done, and we were donating to the college. And, yeah, it seemed a little weird to us how they wanted to go about it, but we weren't really in on the shenanigans. Well, here's the problem with the case, though. So now Lori has caved. Now her husband has caved.
2: Yeah, but Sam, them holding out, look at what they're getting. Literally, look what they're getting. She got two months in prison. Yeah. And so they...
1: Well, when you say she got, we don't know yet. This is the rub, and this is why I'm bringing this up right this second. So here's the headline. Long declaring innocence. Lori Laughlin enters guilty plea. Kate Taylor is the author of the article. Now, here's the deal. So she got talked into... Here's what happened. She said, we got evidence that the government is lying on this, that they're withholding evidence that they're withholding a evidence, says the, the attorney on this. And it's a problem. The government lied here, and we can prove it. And the judge threw out that information, said, uh-uh, we're not talking about that. So now we got due process problems here because we're not looking at the whole case. We're looking at a manipulated um, barbecue. So with that in mind, then, as part of an agreement with prosecutors, Miss Lowland, the Hollywood actress— Um, agreed to serve prison time as part of a plea agreement at the College of Missions bribery case. Now, he's going to serve five months behind bars. She's going to serve two months behind bars. Now, they say that the government, I'm sorry, the prosecutors in this case will dismiss, listen carefully, dismiss charges of money laundering and federal bribery charges that were added After the case was filed. Anyway. I got a problem with this whole thing, because, wait a minute, how do you add all these charges after the fact, but yet you won't add that the government's withholding the evidence on this thing? And then Lori finally has to roll over because she's saying, otherwise, you're going to send me to jail forever on this thing. Right, And I go back and look at it and say, isn't this exactly what went down in the Ammon Bundy cases? The ones that agreed to a plea deal are still in prison right this very second. And the ones like Amon Bundy who said, I'm not going to go with your lies and admit any guilt of wrongdoing that I never did. OK, the bottom line is Lori and her husband in this case are taking the road. That literally puts you behind bars. They should fight this thing all the way and have an absolute heyday with the government withholding evidence and everything else. Ammon Bundy did that, and he sleeps with his wife instead of in prison right now as a result. This is criminal by the government in this case, Sheriff, and we see this pattern going on over and over and over. They will just simply browbeat you into compliance and admit to things that you never even did, but you feel like you have no choice. This is
4: bogus.
2: It is bogus, Sam, and and, and I'm telling you, it's uh, typical uh, of the coercion that happens in every criminal case in this country. And I don't even care how cut and dry the case is against a possible suspect or defendant. Uh, They want a plea bargain. They do do not want to go to court. They want uh, their numbers. It's all about winning. Sam, since you've known me. And I've been on this show with you. How many times have I said it's all about winning? Who wins? The county attorney, the prosecutor, whoever it might be, the DA. They only care about winning. And a lot of the times the, the police officers are in the same boat. Uh, they, the, this pride thing gets going. And it's all about I win, they lose. Uh, if we charge you we cannot lose it's a matter of pride Uh, it's a matter of my record it's a matter of me building my career uh, on the backs of innocent people Uh, and sometimes sometimes these people are guilty but i'm telling you right now uh lori laughlin was innocent from the get-go and i said that and and i'll tell you why because this sort of thing was happening all the time and the, the college entrance people going to parents and saying, if you pay... This wasn't parents going and saying, if if I give you this bribe, will you do this for my daughter? Will you do this, this? This is happening all across the country. It's been going on for decades, and uh, school administrators should have been the one charged and corrected you.
1: And And the reality is, this has been going on so long, it was so commonplace that parents just went... Hey, I guess that's the way it's played. I don't mind donating some money to the school, and my kids are going to get in. And and, and I'm not defending it like it's okay. No. But I'm saying they've set a standard um, that you can't dump on an individual or a few people that get caught while ignoring the big picture. Hold on. Let's talk about this more on your radio.
0: Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It Ain't Gonna Happen, by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, It Ain't Gonna Happen, a book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It Ain't Gonna Happen, by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled N-E-J dot or call Caritas in the U.S., 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000.
4: Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly. But I can tell you, it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.
1: In my humble opinion, to which I'm entitled, Lori Laughlin and her husband very foolishly caught the plea deal. Because the government literally said, hey, we're going to put you to jail forever. You're going to get slaughtered if you don't go along. It is all about winning, as the good sheriff points out. But here's the deal. The government withheld the the exculpatory evidence on this thing uh, because they don't want the whole story to come out, which is this is common. This is routine. Lori uh, may have done it. I don't deny that. But I submit to you that the big picture is that's the way it's been done in elite circles forever. Is it right? Of course not. But if I was on a fully informed jury, I would basically judge the law in this case and say this is bogus. Uh, This is selective prosecution at best. Uh, She's not getting due process. If you want to fix the whole system, let's talk about that. But to put Lori on the altar as the latest, quote, victim, in my opinion, is wrong. We never get to a jury in the case. The government withholds information. Lori's basically browbeat into saying, okay, I did it, because she's fearful that she's going to go to jail for a long time. They've already destroyed her career over this. Okay, this is serious, (laughs) serious uh, business business, um, what is it, One Calls the Heart, she was on that, and they took her off that. And now in Christian circles, she's uh, you know looked at with derision. They've already assassinated her character over this. Well, and most, most importantly about this, I don't know if you heard this part yet, Sheriff, they copped the plea hoping that the judge would just sign off on it. Now the judge says, mm, I'll think about it. So now they've already given their cards away, so to speak, or laid out their hand, and the judge isn't even going for it yet.
2: Yes, I am. And uh, it, it's really sad, but I, I can guarantee exactly what happened. So they're pointing to her and they're saying, OK, we'll give you a big fine and uh, we'll give you two months in jail uh, or you're going to get at least 10 years when you're found guilty. And uh, the evidence is solid against you. We will We will win in court. The the
1: the judge has proven he won't have transparent, true-due process. He'll leave Uh, out the evidence against us, so we've got you in a corner.
2: Yeah, and so they weigh that. They say, okay, so here's our deal. Uh, And she got the good deal uh, only because they held out. Uh, And uh, so, you know, I admire her for that. But, yeah, they should have exposed this whole thing just like the Bundys did and said, you know, no. We're going to go all the way with this, and if the judge doesn't allow us to show that the the government uh, hid exculpatory evidence, then uh, we'll uh, appeal. That'll be an automatic appeal, and uh, we'll go to the press and everything else we have to, and uh, we'll expose this on our own. Uh, But again, you find a criminal government uh, going after people who are criminals. See, and on that, Sam, I don't care what the— uh, accused did whether they're totally guilty or not I don't care once the government lies it's the same thing with the OJ Simpson case I actually agreed with the verdict he was guilty of sin he totally murdered Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown he uh, or Nicole Simpson he did it he did it absolutely without question but once you have uh, government agents and officers lying on the stand, even though as innocuous as it was, uh, then that case is over. The government blew it. They lost it. And once you have criminal government going after criminals, I will always side w- with the citizen criminal. Never side with government criminal. Ever. And well, I, and the I, problem
1: with I'm this is you got to ask yourself honestly, why would the government lie in the first place?
2: Because it's all about winning. And uh, they sometimes their egos get in the way of that, and they forget that sometimes telling the truth would actually uh, help their case. Uh, but, uh, no, it's it's all about that. And, and wasn't it Ben Franklin said, I would rather see 100 guilty men go free than one innocent man go to prison? We have forgotten that in our country, and we've gotten way off. Our, our system is as close to perfect as it could get, but we have allowed— government officials to become so corrupt and so egotistical and so hell on protecting their own careers and power that we have forgotten why we're here.
1: Well, and my prayer <clears throat> would be for Lori, but I'm convinced Lori has made the biggest mistake. Yeah, because here's the deal. She's always going to be a criminal. Uh, her uh, innocence has been uh, put on the altar of this plea because now they're saying she even admitted to it. Um, I think she'll never recover from this, Sheriff?
2: Yeah, uh,
1: she'll always have this the stigma
2: on her gone through this that have, but uh, th- there is some danger of that. And you know, she's she's probably looking at, and I would say the same, her, her, she, she really hasn't been pursuing an acting career. Uh, she's making still money uh, off of uh, her reruns. And she probably would like that, uh, but her husband's wealthy, and they're wealthy. Uh, but it has destroyed the lives of her daughters too. Uh, they're out of college. They're not in college anymore. Um, who knows what they're going to do now? The, and to talk about the family destruction, some of the the kids have been uh, the daughter. At least one has been blaming her mother for this and and uh, ruining her college career and reputation, and and so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty hard to swallow. I think she can come back to some normalcy. Uh, you know, it certainly wouldn't be normal if she was in prison for 10 years. Uh, but, you know, uh, again, Sam, this is just another exposure of how corrupt the system has become. And like I said, the system is wonderful. The established uh, rules for our justice system are wonderful.
1: Yeah, the principles of due process and innocent until proven guilty and all these general understandings that we have is the blessing, no doubt about it. The perversion of it is the problem, and we've allowed judges to get above us. We've allowed, look, this is never going to go to a jury. People aren't going to hear the real truth, and they're not going to lay out this this corruption and problem. We'll just be selective prosecution going forward, and I pray for Lori and her husband and her family. Uh, but again, we see this pattern It happened with the Bundy's. It happened with Steve Stockman. Now it's happening to Lori. There is no due process here at all, Sheriff, and that's really the real, uh, in my opinion, tragedy of the whole thing.
2: And it is a tragedy, and it's uh, really sad. And and uh, Sam, I I really admire officers who get up on the stand and tell the truth, uh, whether it helps their case or not. And uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it too many times where it goes the other way and it's one of the things that uh it discouraged me about the job i was in because i saw it uh, quite often and i stood against it and i paid the price a couple of times and uh yeah it can uh, i remember uh, my captain saying you read this incident report until you're convinced he's guilty you know and i i was actually told that and uh
1: did you say, have you lost your mind?
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, well, you know, and I, and I didn't need to read the incident report uh, over and over because I already saw what happened to this man and, and the accused. And the accused guy in that particular case was a total dirtbag. He admitted that he had done lots of crimes, but on this particular case, he said, no, I didn't do this one. And the evidence pointed that he did not. And and so, uh, but you know, uh, everybody was just ah. Every, in fact, some of the detectives were saying, uh, we might have not have the total goods on him this time, but we know how many times he's got away with this before." So let's just let's just keep going. You know i i couldn't I couldn't participate, and I didn't.
1: Our prayers are, ladies and gentlemen, that the truth shall set us free. This is serious folks. This is nothing to joke about because people are literally going to jail. And this is an example where we're not going to lock up Hillary. We're not going to lock up the folks uh, in the (coughs) scandal against Michael Flynn. But yet we're literally going to put Lori in prison and her husband in prison. And uh, we're going to have to pay for the wealthy to get three squares a day and be guarded. (coughs) What the heck are we thinking?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. <clears throat> There's a group called accountability and, accountability and Oversight, Sheriff, and they're considered a, a watchdog firm. And now this group, the watchdog firm, is asking the IRS to investigate Mike Bloomberg Charities for the political work they've been engaged in, spending well over $100 million in political events and anything else. Mm-hmm. There's going to be accountability there, or is he just going to walk while Lori goes to jail?
2: Yeah, and I would tell you on that one too. Uh, I'm even going to side with Bloomberg on that one. He can do whatever he wants to, what he wants to do with his money. And uh, I, the IRS, again, a criminal organization going after a criminal. Sorry, I'm on the side of the citizen criminal.
1: And I'm on the side of the citizen in this case too, except for the selective. Punishment that I'm talking about this selective enforcement. Let me explain. Steve Stockman's in jail right now. And they say what he did was he got some campaign money that he shouldn't have got or whatever else. And now Bloomberg has spent a million dollars uh, plus almost up to a billion uh, on his campaign and a hundred million on this. And then Steve Stockman's in jail, but this guy's going to run around free. So I agree with you on the point, but I'm saying this selective enforcement stuff is the problem.
2: Yeah, it is. And, um,
1: if, if we agree with the citizen, which I do, leave Bloomberg alone, shut down the IRS, but free Stockman now.
2: Yeah, I got a I got a text from Patty and and Steve both yesterday. Um, so that's yeah. something
1: that we need to work on more, Sheriff. I just don't know what else to do.
2: Well, it's heartbreaking that this could ever happen in America, and it, it has uh, continuously happened to the Bundys, and it happened to uh, Sam Derod and it's happened to Steve Stockman, and. This happened to Lori Laughlin and and uh, and yeah uh, probably the most guilty out of that was Lori Laughlin <laughs> because she actually did it uh, you know but uh, it, no I'm'm I'm, I'm on their side in fact I even uh, was very tempted to try to get a hold of Lori and, and be an advisor to her and tell her to keep going and tell her how she could win and uh, um, and take and just and to stay courageous and keeping her stance that she's not guilty. And, and I believe if she had stuck with that that she would have won, especially because of the exposing of the of the exculpatory evidence problem with the government.
1: Well, and I believe there's a whole lot more there too, not only withholding the evidence, but the fact that this is so commonplace and has yeah. been done for decades and years. The whole university collegiate world would be taken down if we really lay this out, Honestly, Shay. Hey, I
2: mean, all you have to say is, I go to the school official, I ask him what I have to pay to get my daughter in school. Okay, I paid it, and I, I didn't know it was a bribe. I thought that's okay. I donated to the uh, scholarship fund to the college or whatever else it is. Okay, now nah. uh, I think I think they they should correct that system. Maybe fire a couple of college officials over it and. Uh, and and move on. Uh, what good's it gonna do to spend all this time and money putting a Lori Loughlin in prison? No, come on.
1: There you have it.
2: To quote Biden, "Come on, man."
1: Ha ha ha! Biden's a nut, ladies and gentlemen. I'm oh. telling you right now, this poor geriatric man. Uh, I, I, I think it's. I, I, if I was his family, I would say you're not going to Trump. Trump. I'm sorry. You're not going to. Uh, grade this guy around making him look so foolish you're just not doing this to my father and grandfather and husband and uncle and whatever i would if i was the family i'd be i'd be rioting right now going oh man joe it's time to quit bro like in the sports world they say you know i wouldn't play that next season if i were you you're going out you're going out on a great note buddy it's time to stop (laughs) All right, Sheriff. Godspeed, sir. Thanks so much. Have a delightful weekend.
2: Thanks, Sam. See you soon. All right.
4: We will be live, by the way, on Monday. God save the republic.